I'm Tina Black, co-owner of Next Level Salon Ownership, a six-month business and leadership course to help you start, maintain, grow, or scale your salon business. We believe there are five strategies to help you eliminate politics and confusion, increase morale, decrease turnover, and increase productivity. If you would like to get on our waiting list for the next course, please go to www.nextlevelsalonleadership.com. If you're planning on going into a service-related industry, it stops being about you when you walk in the door. So how are we going to combat your me, me, me mentality with somebody that's also looking, actively looking and training to go into the service industry, those things don't go together. Um, and I think one of the reasons personally that I've been so successful is that I never called off work. I was never late. In 10 years, I didn't miss one day of work. I was not one minute late, you know, and everyone's like, oh, well, you're perfect and you didn't hit traffic. No. I made the decision that I was going to get up early enough that there was traffic, I would still make it, you know, and so it, it a lot more, it's a lot more than just, you know, making the commitment, it's making better decisions and realizing that you are in control of your life and you're in control of your destiny. And the way you react to what the way, the way you react to what life throws at you is going to be the biggest determining factor in how successful you are. So the only person that can take charge of that is you. And I make sure that the, the students know that, you know, I'm sorry that you're late every day. You need to set your alarm 30 minutes earlier and then all these things can happen to you and you'll still be on time. So, you know, for me, it's about putting the responsibility back on them and saying, you can continue on this path, but whining isn't going to change your, your outcome, you know, action will. So for me, it's just about making sure that they think and that they make better decisions on every level of their life. Who's, who's in their circle, how they're managing their time, what they're doing when they're not in school or working and are they working towards your, towards their goals is everything that you're doing taking you one step closer to your dreams. And if it's not, then you're not doing it right. Yeah. Bam. Drops mic. No, Drop I'm just kidding. Can I pick I'm it up? Kidding. Hold on. Let me get it. Let me get it. Just baby, you should have tapped me in. You, no, no. <laughs> she should have tagged me in and I could come over the rope and then I could finish up with everything. Like, like this is a WWE match. Um, but coming from coming from Lauren's office onto the classroom to the clinic floor, it's also double down here too. Um, we were watching, a, um, I forget exactly which video it was, but it was Robert Cronin's and he says, um, in this industry, either you'll be remembered or you'll be forgotten, right? And for years and years and years, that's, that's, that one statement still resonates with me um, every day when I, when I come into the classroom. And I think from an educator standpoint, we need to give our students something they will always remember. And that's a great relationship. That's, that's believing in them when they don't believe in themselves. That's showing them that, you know, um, it's, it's literally about three things. You show up, you work hard, and you listen. You know, and as someone who does coaching and as someone who coaches other educators as well, if you give me those three things, you can be successful in whatever you want to do. But, you know, like you were saying before, you know, you can give you can give some students an ultimate roadmap and you can say, hey, check this out. This is what we're going to do. I need you to do A, B, C and D. Right. A and B. They're like, Oh, yeah, this is so amazing. Yeah, this is a great opportunity. 
by the time they get to see they're like well i don't really know if this is if this is for me you know that work ethic somehow drains them um when it comes down to like really pushing the envelope but um but i think it comes down to just really kind of showing up working hard and listening and um as an educator you know we really have to do a good job of communicating with our students and and sometimes the things that we need to say um, aren't necessarily the things that our students want to hear but um but we've all been a child before you know um we, there's things that our parents have told us that we didn't never believed in our entire lives and and luckily you know over the years, I've had students come back to me and say, hey, Mr. Samuels, you know what? I really appreciate that time when you kind of, you know, kind of jacked me up a little bit because now I'm such a successful, and, and I'm talking about people who aren't even in the industry. They went on to do other things. But just by having that coaching and that somebody who, you know, gave some not so nice lessons sometimes, you know what I mean? Um, those are the things that really kind of stick out to students. And I think that, um, from an educator standpoint, we have to continuously uh, 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 motivate and inspire these students. I, you know, sometimes I hear stories from students and, and things they got going on at home, and I'm just in belief because I'm like, man, I didn't grow up like that. I, I, I you know, I was, my parents wouldn't allow certain things to, to happen or go on. You know what I mean? So, so for me, it's like. I wasn't privy to how some of our students grow up. So it makes me even more intrigued and I study more and I, and I study uh, uh, relationships and communication and communication with millennials and communication with Zylenials because I need, I feel a personal responsibility um, as a leader in our industry to create more leaders. So if I'm, if I can't communicate with them on that level and, 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 and sometimes you have to dumb it down to a TikTok video, feel what I'm saying, to get to your students, you, you know, we have a slogan here. It's every student, every day, whatever it takes. And being 43 years young, I thought I was still cool. Like my kids think that I'm the, the, the least cool person in, on the face of the like, planet. I'm like, mm -hmm, they do think yeah, that. They, they do think They that. don't think that I'm cool at all. But, you know, but I'm shaping heads and shaping lives every day. They don't think that's cool, but... Um, but again, every student, every day, whatever it takes. And if as school leaders and as instructors, if we take that mindset of every student, every day, whatever it takes, hold our students accountable, don't make excuses for them, push them in the right direction, help them to navigate through some of the things that we've already been through, our whole entire industry will, 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 will see a big shift. And our, I think we'll have a lot more longevity without a lot of the stress and panic that a lot of people still see in our industry today. Yeah, no, that's so good. Have you seen a loss of interest from your students since COVID hit of wanting to even go into the workplace? Have you seen more drop and kind of lose motivation? Honestly, I, I can speak to this because I've done four drops this week. Um, <laughs> right. Part of it, I think the students that I saw drop are students I wasn't surprised dropped, mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. Yeah. COVID or not, you know, I think that um, I think that COVID right now is definitely affecting people's mental state. Sure. I'm one of them. Uh, this has been one of the toughest, most depressing. I don't cry. I don't show emotion. I am, you know, like this. But I will say that within the last couple months, I have broken down more than normal. I have had a, you know, struggled to get myself where I need to be. But Tina, I'm still doing it. I'm still showing up every day. I'm still doing what I need to do. So 
yes, we're seeing this from students. Um, I think that, again, the students that have dropped out are students that weren't fully we committed. No, I wasn't surprised. They you know, weren't necessarily fully committed. And then COVID was just another reason to be able to right. drop out without taking a lot of responsibility for it. So I, I have seen some of that. Now, I will say some of our students' lives have been turned upside down from COVID. And there was a small handful that dropped because life just, it was impossible to manage, but that was not the majority. Um, and those ones did shock me a little, but I think that the ones that understand what it takes to be successful are going to continue to push through and power on and do whatever they need to do to get there. Um, but as school owners or, or school directors, we have really tried to make it our priority to make sure that they know that we're doing everything in our power to keep them going and to keep things as normal as possible. Um, and I think being around people that have been in the industry a long time helps because, you know, you're like, oh yeah, I mean, we've seen things, the bottom fall out before we've made it through recessions. Now this is not the same, but we've seen adversity and we've overcome it. And we know that things will eventually go back to normal. We know that, you know, there's a light at the end of the tunnel and, and it's know, not a train. It's not a train. <laughs> the train already ran us over. Right. We're now under the train and we're going to keep moving forward. So I think that um, it, it's it been a tough year on everyone and, and it doesn't affect everyone the same. I mean, just watching our own kids go through it at home, um, you know, spotting the depression, it's not presenting like a typical depression. It's not presenting like a normal um, depression would. So it's almost hard to spot what's going on. And so we have seen it in our students in the way that maybe they react to us or to each other or um, to something that happens in the day, like fuses are a little shorter. People are more frustrated. There's a lot of like finger pointing and you're doing this and I don't like this. And I saw you on social media out, whatever, and I haven't left my house. And so it's hard when you get a group of people in a building and you're trying to keep it like this. Right. But I, I haven't seen it any more in students than I have in anybody else. And I think we're all in this together and a little compassion goes a long way. And I know that, you know, for us, our students are our customers, they're our clients. They're the ones we're looking out for. So at the end of the day, like whatever we need to do, whether it's sit on the phone at midnight and listen to them cry because they just don't know what to do or, you know, bring them into the office and go, okay, here's the problem. Let's go over like the different scenarios that we could do to fix this or mm -hmm. working on it as a group instead of just going, well, what are you going to do? You know, yeah. and I think they need that. They need to know that someone cares and they need to know that someone's feeling it too, because everyone feels so alone right now. Right. I mean, even when you're going to school and you're with people, what your situation is may be different than somebody else's. So you just feel so alone. And for us and for me, I, I know personally, it hurts my heart because I, I just, I know what I'm going through and they're a lot younger. You know, I'm older. I've been through so many things. I know that eventually it's sad. It'll, mm -hmm. I'll come out on the other side and everything will be okay. But like, if this is your first real, like, what am I going to do? And this is horrible. You know, it's hard to see the other side of it. So um, emotionally for me, that's taking a toll on me too, is just trying to make sure that these people are okay and that we can do everything in our power uh, to make them comfortable. And, and I'm sure you guys are going through a lot of that too, is, you know, you're never going to be perfect. You're never going to do what everyone wants you to do. And, and 
you know, as owners and directors, we just do the best that we can in the moment. Yeah. You know, we're getting very little guidance from state board or whatever. You know, you're kind of just on your own to figure that out. Roll so, the dice every day, sweetie. Dice. <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think just the general depression, I think, is just, you know, you have to you have to spot it and you have to be. And we've had that conversation yeah. even with our kids at home, you know, and I had to go to them and say, OK, here's the thing. She our daughter is not doing well. And even though she's, you know, coming down and hanging out with us and not laying in her bed crying all day, we got to look at everything mm -hmm. as a big picture and realize like, ooh, this isn't good. What are we going to do to fix that? So, so we bought a COVID cat um, <laughs> and with this COVID, with, with this COVID cat came a whole nother slew of bills, uh, <laughs> Tina and Sean, that I really wasn't privy to. I didn't understand that um, adding a cat to your family was the equivalent to four other adults. <laughs> um, but uh, but shout out to Amazon and all the people who have been graciously visiting our house, bringing us a bunch of cat supplies. Uh, so maybe that's what we need to do in the schools. We need to get like a school support cat, animals, a school cat, and then everyone will want to come to school. My, my team would want dogs, is what they would want. They love their dogs. <laughs> <laughs> right, but then you'd make the cat people mad. As I said earlier, we can't keep everyone happy. Right. It's going to be one right. or the other. <laughs> you know, um, kind of, kind of the quarterback off, off of what Lauren was saying. Um, I think that as a, as a, as a school and our school culture, we kind of had to shift the dynamics a little bit. Where you know, it's about you know mental toughness, and, and it's about uh, 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 legendary customer service. It's about every cut, every client, no excuses, no exceptions. Um, we've kind of had to bend that a little bit to where. Um, we still don't allow our students to make excuses for uh, a bad behavior or for being late, but I think that we have kind of shifted that to kind of figure out, well, maybe the student is going through a little Yeah, where's different. the bad behavior coming from? Right. Because it's uncharacteristic, you know, and it's about spotting those things right. before yeah. everyone just now hates that student because they showed up acting like an a-hole one day, you right. know, and you're like, well, there's clearly more to this than just this like one incident. Well, it also kind of it, it also kind of broadens broadens my perspective because now not only am I looking for why the student's struggling in the classroom academically or why the student's struggling um, from a practical standpoint, but also now what are some of the student what are some of the struggles that a student may be going through mentally or or emotionally? Um, I've really kind of had to dig deep and, and really kind of pull that empathy card out a lot more for my students. Not that I've never won because of, of course, <laughs> yeah. you know, my students know I love them, even though I'm a little tough and I may have to have to have some of those, you know, come to Jesus meetings sometimes. But but at the end of the day, um, a student doesn't care how much you know until they know how much you care, right? And I think for, for my wife and I, because we're a unit in ourselves, they see the way that we operate. We can't, well, can't never could, we make the biggest effort to, to, to show our students the resilience that we have as seasoned professionals in hopes that we're leading by example, that, that, that they're like, man, you know, they don't, they don't ever sleep. They, they still have a family and they still have all these other things going on, but yet still they, they're still able to, to reach these goals and these benchmarks for their, for their uh, careers. And, 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 and they're literally pouring out 150% every day to us. Hey everyone, I'm Sean Chido, co-owner of Next Level Salon Ownership. Thank you for joining us today and be sure to check us out at nextlevelsalonleadership.com.